The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Who? Welcome everyone to episode 28 Hundo. And 39 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, bustas, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everesting K2 Flexing on all you beef. Fucking Catalina It's the fucking Catalina It's the fucking all right, fam, welcome to the show. Welcome to 2839. Take a moment and hit that thumbs up button. We are live on the Roomblay, rumble.com slash the Daily Swole. So if you're watching in the live chat, just close it out for a second. Go and hit that thumbs up button. And of course, share with your friends if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. And of course, share the podcast because we are going to go deep today. We got some awesome questions. We got some awesome Swole fan posts. And of course, we'll talk about some of the new releases yesterday. And we got some new breaking stories that are going to blow your nips off um, that have gone down the past couple days. Yesterday, we had our Accountability Monday. We went over a lot of awesome Swole texts from the Swole fam. And uh, we covered a bunch of things that people are holding themselves accountable to. So we'll refer to that next Monday and uh, go check out yesterday's episode. If you're feeling a little bit rough around the edges and you feel a little bit uninspired, uh, get off your ass. First, take go a to the fucking gym. First, and literally fuck your own you got to take a big step back and literally F your own face. But then, of course, go to the gym. Take two scoops of STFU. You know the deal. And I see a lot of people coming in. We got positive, J Money, Dewey, how we doing? Speed, Emily, positive. What's up, Cerny, Matthew, Aaron, Sarah, Dylan. Good morning. Good morning, Beaches. Come one, come all. Okay, drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Let's get today's swole card open. You're going to love it. A lot of you are already dropping that hashtag. We'll talk about those new merch releases over there at papaswolio.com, and then we'll get into those swole fam posts. Let's get into it. Everyone, again, hit that thumbs up button. And let's summon this falcon and get today's motherfucking potty started. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, make America swole. All right, fam. Hashtag make America swole for a chance to win today's swole card. We'll give that away at the end of today's episode. Again, hashtag make America swole. And you know, one of the ways to make America swole is we have to start doing better with what? With our votes. We have to start Come doing on, better man. with our votes. So over at papaswolio.com, you could pick up the brand new don't vote if you skip leg day. Now, this is the brand new uh, shirt or tank or hoodie flag, whatever you, you call it in the last uh, few weeks we, we dropped. And of course, if you do skip leg day, if you do skip leg day, you do not make good quality choices with your life. If you're skipping leg day, how can we trust you with our elections? How can we trust you with our politics if you make terrible life choices? So don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. Uh, it's a great shirt. I'm rocking mine today. We also have some new releases. Yesterday, we dropped this fucking nugget. Vamanos al puto gimnasio. Dora the Swole Splorer. This is probably, this is an all-time design. We got to get a Hadouken here. Hadouken! 20% off all new releases over at papasolio.com. So we got the brand new Dora the Explorer. Vamanos al puto gimnasio. And we have the Irish. Go to the fucking gym, lad. And we will have that rocking, especially. The Almighty says, "Don't change the subject. Just answer the St. fucking Patrick's question." St. Patrick's Day. So that's an, about a month, a month and a few days. So you can pick up that merch. We do have another new release probably dropping next week. So very exciting for this time of year. And plus, if you like to rush, rock the Irish merch, you can get that anytime. So anyway, go to the Fukin Gym and Vamanos al Puto Gimnasio. The door, the swole splore. These are all twenty percent off over at Papasolio.com. We got some absolute fire. Absolute fire over there. Check out all the new releases. And all the time, you have 20% off all the new releases. So that's a sweet fucking thing for uh, anyone, not just members. So 20% off all new drops over at papasolio.com. Now let's moisturize and get right on into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right, let's get those Swole Fam posts and uh, let's jump right into it. Everyone hit that thumbs up button. Here we go. What's in the box? Let's see what's in that box. Papa, what you got in that box over there? We got one from Ashley, and Ashley says, Hello, I'm Ashley. What gave it away? I tried to start lifting on my own with Apple Fitness and injured my shoulder. It's taken PT and two years to feel mostly back to normal. I'm 42 and ready to try again, but to do it right this time. I came looking for the guided 90-day lifting program, but decided to try out the full membership. 
I'm looking forward to the yoga classes and joining a community that seems to be firmly based in reality. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone frame the, the Swolfam in that way, but it's absolutely 100% accurate. We like to think of ourselves as framed in reality, maybe to a fault almost. We are we are saturated in <laughs> saturated in in many ways the unfortunate reality of our world, but we're we're saturated in it and we're not going to take bullshit for ourselves and for other people. Uh, there's a lot of honesty. Maybe again, sometimes too much. But I don't think you can have too much honesty. If you have the truth, you have the reality of the situation, whether it's with your fitness, whether it's with culture uh, or whatever that's going on that we cover on the show. It's important to have your feet firmly planted in reality. And that could be a burden of responsibility in many ways because you are aware of things that many people can be blissfully ignorant to. But at the same time, if you have the actual truth and you know what's going on, you can make better decisions. And of course, if you're honest with yourself about your fitness and you say, hey, okay, this is my fault. This is my responsibility. If I'm in shape or if I'm not taking care of myself, it's because of what I'm doing. It's it's in my ownership. It's in my control. And then if you have control and you realize that, you can make those positive changes. Yeah, we got a couple of people that disagree. Nancy's like, I'm not sure we have a firm grip on reality, though. Well, just Lindsay or Nancy, let's just go with it. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Welcome to the fam, Ashley. Just let Ashley have her. Let, let Ashley have her moment. Okay, we're, 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 we're firmly based in reality here. Everyone in the Swole fam's like, she, does she know about the round tables? She... Okay, we, we got one here from Jen. Uh, Jen was dropping some knowledge bombs on us yesterday. Uh, Jen, at least smiling Jen. Aww. Aww. Jen. Uh, Jen, let me just scroll up, not to, not to cut Jen off, um, just to read her post emotionally, mentally, and physically worn out. But I made a promise to myself as at that accountability text or as that accountability text came in yesterday, I've spent way too much of my time catering to the needs of others and their dreams. My whole damn thirties to be exact fam. I turned 40 last June and I'm already halfway to 41. This shit stops now on to bigger and better things with or without my own brigade. Sheeps are made to follow, but lions are meant to lead. I did three rounds of Swollen 7 Kettlebell round two. No excuses. My days are short, but these 30 minutes every day will be my time. And that's that. Good for you. Wow. Good for you. Good for you. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. They, they, they never lie. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. Look at those fucking eyes, man. Look at the eyes. Look at those eyes. Those eyes look like the eyes you're going to make sick fucking gains with, man. I love the picture, Jen. Thanks for the the accountability response to the post yesterday or no, that wasn't yesterday. That was on Sunday, but we talked about it yesterday and good for you. And Jen was one of those people that of course, when I send out these accountability texts or any swole text, some of you are, you know, you're in a good spot. You're in a good place. It keeps you going. You see the text and you're like, all right, cool. Dig my head in. Let's keep on fucking going. Uh, sometimes you might be in a rough spot and it really hits home. And uh, Jen was one of those in one of those situations yesterday and the day before. And for a little while now, apparently, but we're glad that Jen is back breathing some oxygen again and uh, back on the track to making sick gains because it's really important as you have these struggles because you're going to have them. You're human. We're all human. You're going to have those ups and downs. But what's most important is that you focus on what you can control. And I know that's an easy thing to say, but it's it's not almost a cliche, but it's factual because you can't you can't do with anything with something that is out of your control. 
if you can't do anything about it, then it's not really worth worrying about. And that's the thing that people most of the time spend all their waking hours on. It's the things that they can't do anything about. So you're worrying and you're stressing about something that you can control. It's really a waste of your human energy. And that's all you have. And as you use it, you don't get it back. And if you're stressing about something that you can't control, that's going to manifest into those physicalities with, you know, and let's your, your hormones, right? Your cortisol goes up, all these stress hormones increase, and it can really interfere with things that you can control. So don't let those things that you can't control bleed over into those things that you can, because that just becomes, that just perpetuates that kind of mental, spiritual virus. We got one here from Positive uh, Charisma. Positive says, I should probably ask during this live, but maybe y'all can help me understand processed sugar versus food made at home with sugar. What's the difference? Is there a difference? Is sugar cane entirely bad? There's a lot of different types of sugar. It's just different molecule compounds. Uh, fruit has different amounts of ratios of fructose and glucose, but then you have ultra processed sugar like high fructose corn syrup. Uh, you have artificial sugars like sucralose and all these other, I don't know if sucralose is an artificial I think it is. I, it doesn't really even matter. Just eat real food. Eat real food. Uh, still, if you have trouble, if you have a lot of issues, everyone's different. A lot of people processed sugar and foods differently. If you have issues with sugar, you still shouldn't be eating tons of fruit. If you're a diabetic, you shouldn't be pounding fruit, even if fruit is, oh, it's from a tree. And there are certain fruits that will allow the blood or the the sugar in the fruit will enter the bloodstream quicker. So a lot of what you're dealing with is the rate of speed as to which the body will absorb sugar. Because if you have a sudden release or a sudden glucose dump or a, a certain uh, or a sudden uptake, let's say you're eating something that's ultra processed, it's going to enter your bloodstream very quickly because it doesn't have to be broken down as much, just in a general way of thinking about it. If it enters your bloodstream very quickly, you'll have a sudden release of insulin and then you might not actually need all that sugar and your body has nowhere to shuttle it, stores it as fat. You have a higher blood, your blood sugar increases and you could have side effects long-term, whereas your body eventually just starts ignoring the release of insulin, the constant release of insulin. And then you have what's called insulin resistance. Your body stops responding to the taxi cab that's shuttling around uh, sugar throughout your entire body. So if you're eating, if you're getting carbohydrates, which is really what you talk about in the context of fruit, you're getting some fiber, you're getting other nutrients that slow the absorption, fructose and glucose. You're not just getting straight uh, sucrose. Uh, I, mean, I think sucralose, you know, sucrose, sucralose, the OSE is denotes the sugar um, from a chemical standpoint. So if you're having some white rice with butter on it in context with a meal of steak and you're getting fats, you're getting proteins, you're, get, you're having grass-fed butter, you're cooking in tallow, you're getting a lot of healthy proteins and fats. Um, some of these you know, low-level starches or simple carbohydrates like white rice, which is much better processed by the body, will slow the absorption when you're eating and consuming with fats. Um, you, you're, you're not going to have the same kind of issues as if you are, of course, drinking Mountain Dew or eating bread. And these things are ultra processed in terms of broken down, powderized, you know, the flours and all these. Um, in other words, they get broken down and they get 
changed, they get manipulated. There's additives in, in many cases in, in terms of processing these foods in order to make them the final product that they are. And what happens when you eat them is that it has a much more rapid and impactful result on your blood sugar levels and how your body responds to those sugars being in the system. That was a, I'm trying not to go, it's, it's very complicated. I'm not the be all end all expert on it. It's just very complicated. But the general idea is when you're saying food made at home with sugar, you shouldn't be putting sugar in your food at home. Like you shouldn't be adding, there's no need to add sugar to anything. Okay. You could use raw honey. You could use dates. You could use other things, but you don't need to put in sugar in anything. If you want sweet, there's other things that you can choose that will have many other health benefits. Like for example, raw local honey, there's sugar in it, but in the context of all the micronutrients and the antibacterial properties and the benefits of raw honey, you're not just, it's not the same thing as opening up a sugar packet at a Wendy's and swallowing it. Does that make sense? We could follow up a little bit with that. If that clarifies things a little bit. So people that say sugar is sugar, well, there's sugar in fruits, and then you just pound as much, you know, or there's sugar in fruit so I could have as much sugar as possible. Sugar is really something that you should avoid. Sugar is something that you should avoid. But of course, if you're eating food, that's not the same as saying you should avoid carbohydrates because you're going to have, you're going to have a lot of other components, but you should really minimize that. For me, if you're getting, if, if I'm getting carbohydrates, it's going to come in the form of some white rice. It's going to come in the form of some raw honey and some fruit. That's it with, with protein and fat. I focus on protein and fat and I fill in the gaps with some of those types of foods, but I'm not adding sugar to anything. I'm not putting additional sugar. I'm not putting brown sugar or cane sugar. I'm not having any of that kind of stuff. That's, that's what I do. So you guys can discuss in the comments. All right. If you're not on the email list, go to make email make email Get on the email list. Everyone hit that thumbs up button. We're live on the room blade. Thanks for being here. Rumble.com slash the daily swole. Of course, you can go to swolenormousx.com and join the fam today. And um, make sure you get on the email list, make email That's make email If you don't go to the email list, how can you get stretched out in your inbox? I don't wish that on anyone. Uh, I want you to be filled up. So make sure you go there and sign up today. This is from Everyday Debbie responding to the email. I wish I had done this sooner. And every day, Debbie writes, I wish I had lost the weight sooner. I have been overweight the vast majority of my life. Sometimes during workouts, I will get really upset that I'm having to do this. At nearly 48 years old, I break down and cry a bit. I often feel like I wasted my youth being fat. I remember that when I did lose weight through drastically limiting calories to 800 a day. Oh my God. My mom made the comment. I knew you would lose it when you were ready. That made me angry. I was ready in middle school, but there was no help. I was ready when I started high school, and a, quote, friend of mine told me she always thought I was fat and stupid. Sounds like a great friend. But that was then. This is now. Now I have the help. I have you, Papa, the Swole fam, and my wonderful husband to support me. And you absolutely do, and that's what matters. And, you know, e eating 800 calories a day is probably the worst way to lose weight. You'll starve yourself. That's like the concentration camp diet. That's not good for you, and you know that, of course. But the unfortunate thing is that it is very easy to lose weight, especially if you're eating properly. Yes, you should be exercising, but you will lose weight and lose extra fat and lose weight. Again, you want to build muscle, you don't want to lose muscle, but you will lose if you're just eating 
meat. If you're eating meat, you're not eating all these poisonous vegetable oils and seed oils and processed carbs. You're going to lose fat. You're going to lose weight. I don't, I've never, I've never seen anyone that went carnivore and stayed fat. If people just literally stopped eating all this garbage and of course getting quality sleep, all these things get dramatically better. Now, how far towards carnivore you go, this is not medical advice, but it just fucking works because you're getting rid of all the garbage, plus you're getting the most nutrient-dense food on the planet. And a lot of diets or those dietary approaches, they'll cut things out, but you're not getting the nutrient-dense food that you need. And when you're eating meat, you are. So it, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. But I encourage anyone to look into animal-based and carnivore, especially if you have a lot of fat to lose. I mean, this is how I eat, but of course I eat a lot more of it because I lift heavy and I'm trying to get stronger and things like that. But if you're starting and you're very overweight, obese, you need to get these vegetable oils and seed oils and sugars and processed high fructose corn syrup, all these sodas and you know garbage things out of your life, all the gluten, get all out. Just ditch it. Get it out. Get it out. All right. We ready? Knowledge cut. Of course we're ready. You feel that? Yeah. Let's get in there. I'm excited. I get excited. I get excited when we go deeper. Get excited. Let's get into questions. First one. What's in the box? If you got a live question, drop in the chat. Hashtag ask Papa Swoyle. Let's get rid of the, the color. Uh, first one's from Aaron Otzi on ins, uh, Instagram. Papa Swoyle. What's bull's milk, Papa Swoyle? <laughs> I'm from Australia and can't find it anywhere. Oh, I'm so sorry. How do you not find it in Australia? You're already down under. It's right there. You go down under and the bull's milk is right there. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what you're waiting for. Just open wide. Just open wide. Just make sure you swallow. You have to swallow. It's good. It's good. Uh, if you can't find bull's milk, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it's the best. If you're trying to be as anabolic as possible, the best post-workout, just get yourself some bull's milk. But you can definitely find that in Australia. You're already down under. You're halfway there. Oh, you're halfway there. Oh, oh, don't forget to cup the sack. Open wide and swallow that bull's milk. Oh, oh, living in Australia. Why is that song? Why is that a bop? Why is that a bop? It is, though. Okay, this is what happens when we do an early show. George or Jorge Salazar Uno, what's best exercise for your butt? We can go a couple different directions here. I'll, I'll take the high road. The best exercise is none. There is no best exercise, but ones that I would focus on. So if I want to focus on my glutes, I would do, or what I do, what I do do, get it? Glutes, poo-poo. And we're talking about butts. All right. We're mature here. We're, we're dug into reality in the Swole Fam. So my go-to exercise for glutes right now is weighted 45-degree hypers. I grab a, yes, two days ago, I did it with a 107-pound, 100, 107-pound or whatever kettlebell and did, it's, it's like a, essentially hip extensions. So it's weighted squeezing your glutes to pull yourself up to a straight position on a 45 degree hyper. Uh, it's great. 
So glute extensions on a 45 hyper is fantastic. Also uh, is delicious to do just standard hip bridges. But the reason or, or the way that I do 45 degree hypers is when I'm holding the kettlebell, I'm imagining thrusting my hips forward like I'm doing a hip bridge. So it's really a very limited motion for hip extension. RDLs are fantastic. R uh, Romanian deadlifts, good mornings can also be excellent for your glutes and for your posterior chain. So you hear that term posterior chain, it's really all the muscles that extend the hip. Um, we're talking about, you know, muscles in your lower back. We're talking about muscles, uh, your glutes, your hamstrings. So those are all important. Um, so there's really no best exercise. Some people like Bulgarian, Bulgarian split squats and squats don't really hit the glutes that much. I mean, it's not like you won't get glute development, but it's not ideal for hitting the glutes. And there's certain machines, you might have a kickback machine uh, that could be beneficial for the glutes, but a lot of leg exercise will target or hit the glutes. But in terms of being the best for their development. You want an exercise that's going to eliminate a lot of the other things around it. It's going to limit action with the hip flexors or with the spinal erectors. You want to limit action from the hamstrings. You want to focus on the glutes primarily. But for me, I would do RDLs. I really do like the 45 degree hypers, the weighted hypers for the glutes. And if I also wanted to hit glutes, I would do hip bridges, not super complicated exercise. Lunges can be great. You can elevate your heel. There's a lot of little nuanced exercise, but generally, if you really want to get a big butt, it's not just a big butt. You also want to develop your legs and that kind of glute tie in the posterior chain and be strong. So I just don't recommend those little like cable things. You put an ankle thing on and kind of kick it back. Like those things suck. I never would recommend anyone to do that crap. I just, you, you want more integrated strength and booty. Anyway, 45-degree hypers are fantastic for the glutes if you do them for the glutes. Director Jones 20, again, if you have a live question, hashtag ask Papa Swoyo. Director Jones 20, even on your birthday, you don't eat cake. No. I'll eat steak. Why would I need to? I'm not a fucking child. And even children shouldn't be eating cake, especially children. So on my birthday, why do I need a fucking cake? Why would I eat processed garbage? I want to eat something good. I'll have a steak on my birthday. It's just another day to eat a delicious steak. My birthday has nothing to do with me eating garbage. I think it's the worst time to eat garbage. Celebrate yourself by eating poison. All right, Jericho Aleva. Papasolio, what advice can you give someone who has a, quote, finish line mentality? What does that even mean? A finish line mentality? What advice can I improve your mentality? I mean, what's wrong with that? A finish line mentality. In other words, you're not satisfied until you get the end result. I, I'm not sure exactly the context of what that means. So I just want to clarify, making sure that we're on the same page. So if that's what it means, you need to make sure that you're focusing on being satisfied with what you do every day. So I will treat this as you want to lose 100 pounds. So you're not satisfied until you lose 100 pounds. Well, you can't go to the gym every day trying to lose 100 pounds. And then if you lose 100 pounds, what are you done? You're just going to stop. You're not going to continue. So it's really not about the 100 pounds. You want to lose a lot of weight. I get it. But you're not going to just go to the gym or cook a meal and lose 100 pounds. You have to set the proper habits and do the proper things day in and day out. That's going to lead to 100 pounds as a side effect. That's really a byproduct of your habits. So focus on your process and what you do every day and the seven pillars where we check it off every day and then 
stop thinking long term. Start thinking more micro. Me Roslav fifty one eighty three Papa Soli, how many laggies do you speak? Lagways. Lagways. I speak. I speak English really well. I speak English fairly well. And I speak Spanish pretty well. But I can say go to the fucking gym in many languages. Maybe I can speak more. Maybe I'm just not being 100% honest with you. Maybe I can speak more. <clears throat> you don't know. As long as I can tell you to go to the fucking gym, I don't, I'll don't. i speak a thousand languages. I can say go to the fucking gym in many languages. That's the most important thing. Alex, hi. Hi. Do you have any good tips, Papa Swally, for losing fat? What is, quote, good food for that? We talked about that at the beginning of the episode. You can scroll back to when we talk about carnivore and animal base, but good tips for losing fat, yeah. <clears throat> Follow the seven pillars, lift heavy weights, go to the fucking gym. <laughs> this is a very general question, but look into the elimination diet and all the stuff here if you want our programs and all the stuff laid out for you. Check us out, swanormousx.com. Not going to do anything where it's like, hey, you have a tip to lose fat. 2,839 episodes about it. Okie dokie. Let's see. Nick, for St. Paddy's Day 2025, will you do a Boondock Saints spinoff apparel, the Swole Family Prayer, and Lifters We Shall Be, the gains, these gains for thee? <laughs> yeah, we could do that. We could probably do that sooner than that. I wouldn't wait till St. Patrick's Day next year. <clears throat> I like that. Great movie. The Boondock Swole. Uh, let's see. Uh... AD real arch Papa Soli. I feel like I have good squat form, but usually I have a super tight lower back the morning after. What could I be doing wrong? Thanks, Papa. You feel like you have <clears throat> you feel like you have good squat form? Maybe you don't. You'd have to take some videos. You'd have to take some videos to see what your form is like. So just because you feel like you have good squat form does not mean that you do. That's one of the most important things about checking your form is the reason why you want to check your form or have someone watching you or have someone checking your form is because what you feel like you're doing doesn't necessarily mean what you are actually doing. So you shouldn't feel tightness in your lower back after squats. However, if you're going heavy with squats, yeah, your lower back is involved. Your core is involved. So your, your lower back is definitely, but you might be leaning forward too much. I don't know what shoes you wear you might want to elevate your heels a little bit more. You probably have limited ankle mobility or knee mobility or hip mobility, and it's causing your lower back to kind of round a little bit. So I don't know if you go ass to grass, you might not have the mobility to actually do that. Just try elevating your heels. Put a five or 10 pound plate under your heels and see if it feels a little bit better. You might need some lifting shoes and also to work on your mobility. Could be your bar placement. So there's so many things. Julian NRK, Papa Solio, when did you find out that your mission in life is to motivate people to go to the fucking gym? I don't know. I don't know. This is not something like I'm like, hmm, my mission is life. I'm going to make sure people go to the gym. I've always been involved with fitness and personal training and, you know, teaching certifications with NASM and doing all these different types of things throughout my, throughout my life. So I've always been, I guess, essentially trying to get people to go to the fucking gym, but it got exhausting trying to being consistent yourself is enough. Trying to encourage other people to be consistent when you don't have control over what they do. It's just frustrating. So when you're a personal trainer, you see someone once, twice, three times a week, maybe, maybe, maybe more. If you have a really, you know, if you're fortunate to have a client that comes more often, um, 
but people just don't they they don't do what they need to do outside. So most people aren't that serious. Most people aren't that disciplined. And I'll be honest, what what, what when the people that have personal trainers are the people that really are not doing it on their own. So what else are they not doing on their own? So if you need if you need someone, I'm not saying that a personal trainers are are bad. What I'm saying is because even athletes and professional that have a coach and people to help them and push them and give them that extra that extra fraction of a percent when you need at that high level. But a, a lot of people have trainers because they're not and or they can't and or they really they're not doing it on their own. So if they're not doing that on their own, are they going to be eating properly and getting to quality sleep and doing everything else on their own if they can't work out themselves? Just keep that in mind. I'm not saying personal training is not a valuable, but this is just my mindset and why I got out of it over time. It's just. And then hit the sweet spot. You know what? I can put on, I can shotgun blast. What's the lowest common denominator? And this is kind of developed over time doing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of different videos and hours and hours and hours, thousands of hours of content and tens of thousands of videos. The lowest common denominator is just to yell at people and be like, get off your fat, lazy ass and go to the fucking gym, you bitch. So that just seemed to strike a nerve. It's like, that's the most fundamental thing you can do. I'm not even talking about what you do at the gym. I'm just trying to get your ass through the fucking door. So I think a lot of times, honestly, and this is not to drag personal training, but a lot of people, a lot of times when people get a person, that's a great point. That's exactly what I what I always say, when people get a trainer, they also punch out even more because they're like, okay, I got a trainer now. Now I'm going to get results. It's like, that's not how it works. Uh, Matt says, people think when they get a trainer, they don't have to think anymore and still make the changes they want, right? Yeah, you could outsource it. Well, I'll get a trainer and then I don't have to do it myself. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I think it's different when you're a performing athlete. I think it's different when you are a high, when you're at a higher level. And I'm not saying that some people, when they have a trainer, they work really hard and they do great. But we're talking like, like anything else, like the stereotype, like in general, the mindset of someone getting a trainer. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Let me get a trainer. Well, what else do you not know? Like think of all the other things that people don't know. And a lot of times the trainer, unfortunately, a lot of times you have the blind leading the blind. You have someone who doesn't know what they're doing, going and getting a trainer, a lot of you have a lot of fly-by-night trainers, just people getting these run-of-the-mill certifications. They don't really know what they're talking about either. So you go to the gym and you get like a V-shred for a trainer. And my God, you're being like pizza and cake and posing in the mirror all day like fucking uh, American Psycho if you get that guy as a trainer. You know. All right, let's get this one. Simon Penny one. <clears throat> Papa Swallow, for a beginner, can you believe... What's with progressive for a beginner? Can you explain briefly progressive overloading? Yeah. Adding more weight and reps over time. That's what it is. That's what, that's what progressive overloading is. Lifting more weight, adding more weight and or reps over time progressively. So little by little over time, that's what progressive overloading is. So it's putting your body in a good place to recover, to subject your body to the proper stimulus and then increasing that stimulus that intensity of that stimulus over time Iker Iker Sinmas Papa Solio how should I organize my workout based on four days 
legs, back plus chest slash arms slash core. I don't, I really don't KN like no. Um, how should I organize my workout? Look, these are just different training splits. You have to pick a split. You have to try and see what works best for you in terms of your intensity, your volume, and how well you recover and your schedule. You have to, you have to try different things. There is no right answer for a split. So, um, I mean, I don't know why you would do core on one day. Like that's a waste of time. So I know you're asking me, so just split up the back and chest, do a, you can do, you could do a, a chest and shoulders. You could do back and shoulders, right? You could do like, that's kind of my split aside. From, I mean, not in that order, but you can do chest and delts and then back and delts and take a day off and then do legs and then do arms and then take a day off or two and then repeat. You could do push pull legs and just get rid of the arm day. So I personally wouldn't do back and chest together. I've done it before, but I don't do that anymore. So there's a lot of different splits. I can't give you that answer without really having a more info. Lupix89, last chance for questions. Drop in the chat, hashtag AskPapaSwolio. Do I use supplements? Uh, I do. I'll take magnesium. I'll take vitamin D on occasion. Eat beef liver. Uh, creatine. We'll take some other stuff. You know, you can mix your own. Make it a pre-workout just raw ingredients like beta alanine or citrulline malate or agmatine and betaine and, and different things like that. But I don't take anything with like artificial sweeteners and stimulants and stuff like that. Coffee, black coffee. But I would make sure that before you get into supplements, yes, creatine works and creatine is fantastic. But a lot of people think creatine is a steroid. People talk about creatine like it's a fucking steroid, like it's an anabolic. It's not. You might not even notice. I'm always skeptical when someone's like, oh, I take creatine. It's so much different. I don't really think people notice when they're on creatine. They think they do. It's a placebo. I don't really think you notice much when you supplement with creatine because it takes time. You don't just take it and you feel results. It takes like weeks for it to build up and to kind of top off in your system. It's just good overall in terms of localized muscle recovery between sets, maybe getting an extra rep long-term. That's great. It's in beef. Creatine is fantastic for cognitive function. It's a great supplement. It's one of the most studied supplements, but it's just not a miracle drug. People take creatine and they think like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking jacked now. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start lifting weights. Should I take creatine? It's like, yeah, you can, but my God, you're not going to notice. You're not going to notice that I'm taking creatine. I notice a difference. You're, you're not going to. I don't. I don't, but I take it. You just got to take it every day. Just take five grams a day, especially if you're a dude, ladies, you could take two and a half, three grams a day and see how you feel. Yep. It's great. Creatine is fantastic. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to some, let's go into balls deep. I'm going to take Nick's question, but that's balls deep. It looks like a balls deep question. That's deep. All right, let's get into it. Because Nick says, Papa Soy, have you noticed that all the mass shooters, we just go deep, right? Boom. Oh, it's in. Haven't been committed by people that are swole as fuck. And have you, and you have the media saying we're toxic for going to the fucking gym. Yeah, they've been saying that for, uh, they've been saying that for years. And we covered that, wasn't that back in like 2019 or 2020? In 2021? Because they've said it a couple times. It got popular and went around and made the rounds online a couple times where you were right wing. If you exercise, if you lift weights, you're right wing. It's like, okay, 
I mean, you can say, you can call me whatever you want. You can not like me. You can call me a name, but whatever. Call me whatever you want. I'm going to the fucking gym. I'm going to take care of my health. I don't care. I don't care what you say about me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a white supremacist because I fucking bench. Okay. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. So, uh, let's see. We haven't talked about, we haven't gone over new stuff. We're talking about Biden's age. We're covering this. All right. Let's, um, let's start from Sunday moving forward. We got a couple news stories. Let's talk from Sunday. You guys can pick a number one, two, or three for the video. We'll do a couple. Uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl. So a lot of you know that this, the president usually does an interview before the Super Bowl. Of course, Biden and his handlers can't have him. They can't have him on stage. They can't have him talking to the public. They can't have anything that's like remotely not on script. I mean, so he turned that down, but then they posted this weird fucking ad, this weird like ad for ice cream. Now, what's really sinister about the Biden administration is that the problems with the economy, everything that's going on is this administration's fault. Yes, there's a system and it's broken and there's been inflation and yes, the gold standard and the Federal Reserve. We can go down the rabbit hole for that. But um, the inflation's not getting better. It's just less than it ever has been. They keep on printing money because they keep on sending money to other fucking countries. And every time you print dollars, you are, that's what inflation is. Inflation isn't the price going up, by the way. Inflation means you are inflating the monetary supply. So people say inflation like they know what the fuck it is. Inflation is there's more money in the system. That's what it is. You're calling price inflation. Well, yeah, that just means the, that's the term saying this is up. But my inflation is there's more money. There's more money. So, um, let's listen to this absolute fucking idiot speak. And I, I'm sorry, but we have to listen to this fucking idiot speak. So this is a Super Bowl message. He didn't do his Super Bowl interview, but he did this fucking ice cream ad. I like ice cream. And they should pay their fair share. And they should stop shrinking the packages. Dude, talk about something that matters, bro. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. <laughs> as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size. The ice cream, the ice cream cartons are getting smaller. The ice cream has ice Come on, man. But not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. Oh, you have? It's a ripoff. Yeah, no shit. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. Yeah, no shit. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Uh, it's capitalism. These businesses can do whatever the fuck they want. So I wholeheartedly disagree. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you telling me chips? Like, of all the fucking shit, I'm going to try not to lose my voice and scream. Because of all the fucking shit that's going on. Oh, my God. The Doritos? I can't get diabetes as fast? Oh, no. Shrinkflation. I can't eat as much garbage. The senile fuck is just an absolute... just shit stain on the American flag. 
Let's make companies do what's right and make bigger bags of, make family-sized Tostitos great again. (sighs) Okay. Bring back bread. Bring back bigger bags of chips. Build back better chips and ice cream and, oh, where's my diaper? All right. Jesus Christ. Uh, Then there was this. Look. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I'm aware of what happened, but I'm very proud to have said I didn't watch a fucking minute of it. And I'm glad that I used my time more wisely. That's my opinion. Take it. Uh, But then this. So I suppose, so they're trolling. So I guess the intern or whoever, whomever posted this on Biden's feed, the president of the United States posted this. So I guess to troll people, like no one really thinks, people are saying all the NFL's rigged in this Travis Kelsey, who's a piece of shit. That guy is a fucking ass clown, Travis Kelsey. I don't care about the relationship. I don't care about Taylor Swift. Uh, I do think that, I guess, quote unquote, Republicans, conservatives, I don't know, people that want this country to actually, America first, probably should be embracing the whole Taylor Swift thing and being like, look, Taylor Swift's in a relationship. She can, you know, and maybe speak from a more positive standpoint about maybe starting a family and maybe you know, trying to base some of her followers, but we know that she's been promoting and supporting Biden. We know that's why the left is promoting this cringe relationship. It's because they want to leverage her. um, They want to leverage her minions, whomever is over 18 in order to vote for the Democrats. Of course, you have the Travis Kelsey puppet who did those Pfizer commercials. Super cringe. I don't watch football. I don't care about it. Uh, But The fact that he did that, I mean, I have no respect for the guy. I don't care if he won a football game. Like, congratulations, you played a game and you won a prize. Like, cool. Cool. You're overpaid. And that's it. You have a terrible, I mean, terrible style. I don't know what you, these these outfits that people wear at the Super Bowl. And it's like a fashion runway when you go to a football game now. It's fucking weird. But he's a Pfizer shill. Exactly, Ellie. And... Just absolute ultra cringe. And she is a, she's a good marketer. I think she's a, I mean, I don't like her music. I don't, I I couldn't name a single song. I I don't think she can dance. I don't, I don't like what she does. I, but I also don't care. But obviously, obviously a lot of people do. So I'm not just shitting on someone who's ultra successful. Obviously people like it and it works and she's good at what she does apparently. But that whole thing is, is, is sinister in any way the intern that posted this to get back to it is essentially making a play on the fact that you have this kind of joking, almost conspiracy theory that the NFL is rigged. This is all a scam. I don't think necessarily the NFL is rigged, but I do think that this, I mean, obviously this relationship is propped up. Everything is being made to be bigger than it is. And obviously they're using Travis Kelsey to promote the vaccines and to promote, promote big pharma And of course, leveraging that, that he's with Taylor Swift. Obviously, you could see how this is in the Democrats' favor, which is why you see it in mainstream media every which way you look. Everywhere. You see it all the time. So then this intern posted this red laser-eyed, like, I don't even know what this is supposed to be. I'm assuming it says, just like we drew it up. I'm I'm assuming they're trolling, acting like, oh yeah, see, we did rig the whole thing. I, I just... I don't see the humor in it. I thought maybe, oh, Biden's got laser eyes. Is the U.S. going to, you know, make Bitcoin the 
is the Federal Reserve going to buy Bitcoin? Are we going to start stacking sats because our fucking fiat system is crumbling? So I, I thought that first. I thought, you know, I, I thought Biden was got had the, the Bitcoin laser eyes. It's just creepy. It's just fucking creepy. This is the president of the United States. You're posting that the, the main account you're posting this. This is not people posting Trump memes of him flexing and, you know, saving puppies from a burning building. This is just this fucking weird. Oh, just like we drew it up. Uh, well, we know you're criminals. We know you're evil. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to rig the NFL like that. I just think it's coincidental in many cases. But uh, you're not helping your case. This is this is super trend, super cringe, super cringe, super cringe. We all know why. We all know why the um, the NFL is busting nuts over Taylor. It's because they want money. They want more eyes, and that's it. That's it. And I can't believe they still did that black national anthem, that racist pile of garbage. You know, there's one national anthem. I'm so sick of this divisiveness and the NFL can, can, if the NFL, like they still haven't come back, the NFL can fuck itself. Every time they do stupid shit like that, I'm never, I'm never going to give them a moment of my attention. So anyway, this is just super cringe and that was some context around it. Okay. Uh, This I shared from, I guess, CBS News Boston. I said, what could go wrong? It's from the Citizen Free Press. And uh, let's check this out. Pause this. I'll pause for a second. It says... Before we play it, it says leftist couple in Massachusetts signed up. Ready for this? Leftist couple in Massachusetts signed up to allow illegal immigrants to stay in their home. Four illegals from Chile were dropped off by the government, quote, within an hour. They were super excited to be like, yeah, sure, you're going to take them? Sure. And I, I, I quoted this and I said, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Allowing illegals to stay with people? And this is the first step. This is the first step until they don't ask you, until they just sequester um, your house and your domicile, right? They're going to just take your fucking property and then house illegal immigrants. I wouldn't say illegal immigrants, criminal, criminal migrants, but what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Ellen and Jessica Stokes called the state to sign up to be a host family. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. Less than I gotta get an hour? The How many people are coming? Right. Where, are they, where are they from? What ages? We, knew, we really knew nothing. The need is so clearly uh, overwhelming. The family of four who didn't want to go on camera had been sleeping at Logan Airport. The parents and two kids journeyed from Chile to Texas, then Massachusetts. And there are so many stories like it. It's boggles the mind that there are so many hundreds of those stories. Ellen and Jessica. Yeah. Boggles the mind. All right. Boggles the mind. All right. Do we know that those are their children? Do we know that those are their children? You know, just because there's a, just because there's a child with a, an adult doesn't mean it's their child. Oh my God. I mean, look, just what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong with this situation? Uh, Nick says, one of the announcers said right after the Black National Anthem, uh, quote, now we can celebrate the United States after the commercial break. He said that, like, in order to troll it? I just, like, I, I can't believe that happened. 
I can't believe that happened. I will never like, I, I, I do not understand why they play that. They just feel like they have to keep on doing it. There's one that, that black national land. There's no, there's no black. Anyone I talk to, no one's like, what is this? It was literally just foisted upon as if that's a black national anthem. How sick is that? How racist is that? We don't have a white national anthem. We don't have an Asian national anthem. It's just like a culture has a national anthem. That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. Countries have national anthems. Black national anthem should just be like Lil John, like get low or something. To the windows, to the wall. I'd accept that. I'd accept that if they just played get low at the beginning of songs and everyone's like, yeah, I, I, I get, I, I would be into that. Oh, that hymn was written for, suck, suck me, suck my dick. It's stupid. It's racist and it's ridiculous. I don't care about the song. It's not, it has nothing to do with the song. It has to do with the, uh, the execution and the, and the placement of it. No one's ever heard this fucking song. No one's ever heard this song until they started putting it in everyone's face. So let's stop acting like it's a thing that's always been there. No, it's, no one knows what it is. No one knows what it is. And it's not a national anthem in any respect. And it should have no place at any kind of sporting event. There's the American national anthem. You don't like this country. Get the fuck out. You want to listen to that song in your own time. Listen in your own time. Just a national anthem. There's one national anthem. It's not a white national anthem. It's the American national anthem. You're not black. You're an American. If you're in this country and you're legal, you're an American, American citizen. And until we get back to that, we're fucked. So I don't even know if we can get back to that. But the fact that even after all this shit, even after all the Marxist BLM nonsense, where it's well since been exposed that it was a complete fucking sham. The George Floyd, the debacle, complete sham, complete railroading. We know it's a fucking absolute scam. They're still perpetuating this garbage. It's been much longer than the last four years, but think about that. They're still perpetuating that nonsense. Black national. See, these things stick. They go so far and then pull back a little bit and it's still, we're so much further to fucking insane land because they just keep on, they take a mile and they'll come back and they still take 15 feet. They go all the way over here and then we come back here. And then we go all the way over here and then we're here. And then we go all over there and then we're here. You have to push back on it. But then of course, if you go against it and you say against it, oh my God, you're racist. You're racist because you don't want to listen to, it's the whole premise of it. I don't care if you listen to that song. It's the opposite. It's not being racist at all because everyone can enjoy this song for our country. That's right. That's what it's called to have a country. If you don't like the country, there are other ones out there that will be more than happy to, I don't know, <laughs> be much more, ra- to be actually racist <laughs> towards you. You know, other country, you know, yeah, go to, go to China if you're black. That'll work out. Go to other countries. See how that works out. <laughs> No, but if you're here, we got one song. We got the national anthem. You don't like it? Fuck off. Did Kansas City, did they boo the national? Did they boo the, the, that song? Good. They should. And again, it has nothing to do. And this is what happens with the left. This is what happens with segregationists is that they are bringing back. They bring it back. And it's not that they're bringing back racism in terms of making people hate black people. What they're making people do is see race all the time. Black national anthem. Why is it even called that? Right? It's all for a reason. The language matters. It matters tremendously. 
the same reason why they'll say trans women are women. It's like the language matters. They're trying to use the term women in the term so they can, right? They can just keep on pushing it, pushing, pushing that over to windows, pushing it further, 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 pushing it further to the left. I thought people were tired for it. I thought people were tired of this shit, but until people stop, you know, it's the highest grossing or the most viewed look until people turn this shit off and say, fuck you. They see the black national anthem. Like get the fuck out of here. Turn it off. Like it's very discouraging because you think that people are more quote unquote awake and they're paying more attention and they're like tired of the bullshit. It looks like with this whole super bowl debacle nonsense that people are like, you know, I'm just going to watch it. I'm just going to be a a fucking cuck for all this stuff. And just going right along with like nothing, like nothing's changed. It's like, turn this shit off. Don't watch it. Ignore it. (sighs) Let's see. Dewey says, can I claim 20 illegals on my taxes as dependents? And when the IRS asks for proof, say, sorry, they're undocumented, bro. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So I thought this was interesting too. Um, just a thought. Look, just a thought. Let's put this here. Uh, I, I retweeted this from The Rock, aka Dwayne Johnson. And I said, people with a triple digit IQ knows how wrestling drama works. I'm just curious as to why The Rock responded to it. Seems like a Streisand effect to me. So let me read The Rock's post. If you don't know, he was doing some sort of like, I don't know, doing like WWE stuff and people were booing him or they were perceived to be booing him, but he's playing the heel. So if you're playing an, a bad person, you know, the, the bad guy and they're going to boo you, it's obviously WWE is all for show, but a lot of people are very anti-rock because of all the Hawaii debacle. And I don't even, has anyone ever talked, has anyone talked about, has anyone talked about Maui and has, has, have people talked about Hawaii since like where are the children they just burned up and died everyone's like trying to like no one's talked about it no one's talked about the the tragedy in hawaii i haven't seen anything about it so anyway i don't want to read the whole thing but the rock goes into like when people i guess were saying pe- people were posting i think he shared i think he quote tweeted this let me just scroll up all right, so he quote tweeted this thing from this guy, Nick Sorter, and it said, crowd in Las Vegas boos The Rock demanding he follow through with aid for Maui. And then blah, blah, and you know, you got the community notes saying, readers added context. The reason the crowd booed was because The Rock was portraying a heel wrestler. This was during the WWE Live event where they were discussing WrestleMania 40, blah, blah, blah. Right? Okay. So obviously this is, I guess, essentially fake news, this, that, and the other. So then, okay. So that's not true. And there's a couple different ways you could think of it. Okay, one, protect your reputation with everything you got. You should protect your rep- reputation. But I thought it was very interesting that The Rock decided to address that. He goes, I typically re- refrain from responding to toxic, false, clickbait garbage like this because I hate dignifying bullshit with a response. But when you use Hawaii's tragic events to draw attention to yourself, I won't stay quiet. And then he goes into the whole thing and he says, you know, our, our people's fun from Maui has all the, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying, I mean, look, I'm just saying it's weird that he even addressed it. If it is stupid, clickbait, garbage, false, 
then why did you address it? You're bringing more attention to it by addressing it. And that's what I mean by the Streisand effect. It's, you, you can Google it. Um, I think it, it, it goes back to an incident where, wasn't it something like people were like, photog- like photographing her house or her home or something like that, and she brought attention to it by complaining or doing something about it, and then it brought more people to, you know, to the actual problem, and it just made the problem worse because she brought attention to it. So I don't know why, and this is just my, I'm just curious. I'm not saying that he's a good dude. I don't personally like him. I think he's fake as shit, uh, especially after he, the 2020, when he was like endorsing Biden. It was super cringe, that hostage video that he did. I haven't forgotten that. That just, I lost all respect for this fucking guy. Not that he's like not famous and he hasn't done, you know, okay. It just made it super cringe. You just see how fake these fucking people are in Hollywood, just complete snakes. But why would you respond to it? Just my curiosity. That's why I retweeted. I'm like, why would you even bring it up? Just ignore it. Have your PR people do it. Why do you have to come out, you know, this moment, Hawaii is where I grew up, where I raised my children throughout the year. What the fuck are you talking about? Where my ancestors are buried. What, bro? Okay. Like, he just goes into this, like, eight-paragraph diatribe about how this is bullshit and fake and how heartbreaking it is. And the people of Hawaii, like, are speaking. And a lot of people are like, yeah, this guy's sick and Nick is a piece of shit. Like, okay, maybe. Maybe. Right? Whatever. So, all being, let's say this is all true. It's like, why just, why address it? I'm just saying, why address it? Why retweet it? So then The Rock retweets this, and then that gets 26 million views, right? 13,000 reshare. Like, it gets a lot of views. So you just gave eyeballs. So this, uh, no, wait, that was the original guy? Let's see. So let's see, the original post. Yeah, the original post has 29 million views. Uh, can I see what the rock? Oh, maybe you can't see it because a quote tweet. Whatever. You get the point. You get the point. Maybe you get the point. Do you guys get the point? You see what I'm trying to say? I just, it's just weird. It's like, why would you address it? Maybe it's a good move. Maybe it makes sense. Maybe I mean, I'm not him, but it just seems like. You know, why are we, well, that image, yeah, Dewey, that was, so that scene, in other words, that was supposed, that was part of like a WWE, you know, drama. And then someone, I guess, was saying that they were booing him because of like the rock was getting booed. And the reason why they're booing him is because people are still upset about, you know, the Hawaiian stuff. It just seems like a weird thing to address. Why would you bring it up? Why would you bring more? Why would you bring more attention to it? Usually, if there's something like that, what you do is you fucking just ignore it and no one's going to notice it. There's so much stuff online now. Shit just disappears. People are going to think what they think anyway, right? People are going to think what they think anyway. That's the thing. So if you have a, if you have a, a triple digit IQ, that's what I said. If you have a triple digit IQ, you understand that with wrestling, it's fake. I don't know. 
it seems kind of weird, right? Why would you respond with that huge, long, you know, right? He just says that in the intro. I typically refrain from responding to toxic, false, clickbait garbage like this. Okay. But when you use Hawaii's tragic events to draw attention to yourself, look, <laughs> that's what people do. People use events. People newsjack. Hell, I'm doing a podcast right now reading this for attention, right? We're reading, we're going through some stories and stuff. We're talking about certain topics. Like this is, what are you talking about, dude? Tragic events. People always talk about tragic events for a response. Like people, I mean, it just seems a little weird. Seems a little weird to even address it. If it's that ridiculous, why address it? Seriously, why address it? Just let the truth be out there. Because there's already a uh, there's already a community notes on the post. You don't even have to address it, bro. On the post itself, it says this has been blah blah blah. This is this was a part of the WWE and people were booing and nothing to do with it. So fine. Yeah, and I know I, I know the Rock always talks about this stuff. I know he does. I'm just saying the why would you address it? That's what I mean. I'm not saying like the, I'm not saying what he said is out of like his character. Like he'll talk about this stuff. Like, fine. It just seems like a weird thing to address when you already have community notes and things taking care of it. I'll click on it again. Look, like here's, here's the post readers added context. It's already on the post itself. You don't have to respond. The crowd booed because the rock was portraying a heel wrestler during a WWE live event where they were discussing WrestleMania 40. Okay. He doesn't have to respond. It's already there. People are going to recirculate the video and right. Just saying, just saying, just, just think for yourself. I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying that it's not what it is. I'm just saying it just seems like a strange, I, I, it it caught my attention. Whenever someone brings attention to something like that, it's like, why would you address it? Why would you address it? All right, let's get into the last, uh, you picked a video. Let's do one video. Let's do one. Let's do one before we move into the last story, which is very important. And as far as I'm aware, like I want to make sure we cover it because as far as I'm aware, there's some shit that needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, Let's pick this one. Let's do witchy woman number two. This is called He Hates America. What's in the box? Shocker the most unironic way is I hate America so much. The quality of life is so bad that I'd be willing to commit treason for free. I'd be giving away government secrets like it's a Black Friday deal. You know, my little jingle would be, it's the season for some treason. I would do anything to get out of this country. Is that a troll? Is that supposed to be funny? I mean, I agree. I put him on a boat. Put him on a boat. I don't give a shit. You hate, okay, the quality of life, it's not that, I mean, it depends on, I mean, if you're, if if you have a shitty outlook on life, you're going to have a shitty life period, wherever you are. The problem with these people, and when I mean these people, I do mean these types of people, is that no matter where they go, they're bringing their shitty self with them. That's the problem. If you're a shitty person and you go to a different country, you're still a shitty person in a different country. So people think that they're going to run away from their problems when they realize, oh, I'm the problem. I'm the fucking problem. No matter where I go, 
I'm still there. So it's going to be shitty for this dude in any country he's in. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So I retweeted this. This is important. This is important. I said this is some sinister stuff. So the reason why, the reason why the Super Bowl, the reason why the Super Bowl was such a big fucking massive presentation, it was on everything. You couldn't turn on any kind of news or mainstream media outlet without getting eye fucked and ear fucked about the Super Bowl and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is because they were trying to ram through some more government spending over the weekend while you were enjoying a foosball game. So they ran this through Sunday, I believe it was. Super Bowl, right? When everyone's out to lunch, not paying attention, misdirection. You start seeing some UFO stories pop up in the news also. And then there's this kind of shit. I saw like this graph on Daily Mail. It's like, where in the United States you can see UFOs? What are you talking about with the Super Bowl stuff? It's because they spent, what, 80, 90, 100 billion dollars to send to fucking Ukraine and overseas. But let's talk a little bit more about that because what they did was whether or not this actually gets through the house. Um, this is from, this is from Rand Paul on Twitter. Let me zoom out and zoom in. And, um, Rand Paul says Republicans need to be aware that this bill supported by Mitch McConnell and almost all the Senate GOP leadership sets in motion the next hyper-partisan Trump impeachment parentheses before he's even elected. So what they did was they're approving 60, 80, whatever billion dollars to Ukraine and to Israel and whatnot. But what they put in there is a clause for impeachment that if the president not Trump, literally speaking, but if you cannot stop the funding and if you stop the funding, you can be impeached or you will be impeached. So in other words, let's say Trump gets into office, right? This is a, this is a bear trap, right? Or they're setting this out for Trump getting into office. So Trump gets into office. Let's say he communicates with Putin and negotiates, all right, he's like, you know, let's say a peace deal or de-escalation, and Putin's like, cool, stop the funding then. And then Trump can't fucking stop the funding, because if he does, he'll be impeached, because that's a clause. I don't, how is that possible? How is that legal? How is that even something that you can have in a bill that you can impeach the president? What the fuck? So this is something that that is in this bill that you cannot stop the funding. So if Trump gets in and actually can negotiate, because Putin, remember he said in the interview, right? That's what he said in the interview. He goes, stop the funding. If the United States stops funding, the war will stop. I'm not saying I believe everything he says, but my God, you don't hear that from anyone. Else. No shit. That's why we don't want the fucking funding to continue. We're perpetuating a war against Russia. We're at war with Russia because we're funding Ukraine. It's a proxy war. We didn't. I, I didn't vote on a war. Did anyone? Did Congress? Did we? Was there an act? Did we agree on this? No, we just started sending money. Oh, to Ukraine. Oh, we're doing aid, foreign aid. We're just—it's a donation. It's charity. We're giving our money away. And the fucking shit of it is, every time they print money, it steals from you. It steals from me. It steals from your kids and your grandkids. They are fucking killing people because you're working harder. You're bleeding more for your dollar. 
And then Biden, this fucking asshole, is coming on, you know, posting videos about shrinkflation. You know why there's fucking shrinkflation, you mook? It's because you keep on sending our hard-earned dollars to other countries that don't deserve it. That's why. You're sending our money to other fucking countries. How about all the money goes to the United States and then after all our shit's fixed, then maybe we consider a loan where they can pay it back. We're just giving shit away. So every time they print money, when I say they, anytime the government sends money, they're stealing from you. People don't understand that. It's a crime every time they print money. We didn't vote on that. I'm not agreeing to send my tax dollars. Why am I paying all these taxes to the United States? Why do I have to pay tens of thousands of dollars every year? Oh, so you can send that shit to Ukraine. So you could send that to fucking Zelensky. Great. Fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to fund your international diplomacy. Really stoked. Really stoked to list Ukraine as a dependent on my taxes every fucking year. So anyway, this is evil shit. This is evil shit. So I don't know if this is uh, officially... I think it has to, what, go to the... Was it to go through the Senate and as to go through the House, whatever. In other words, just be aware of this. I don't know all the ins and outs and all the details, but that's like, that's the big thorn that caught my attention. So this is from uh, J.D. Vance. So this is what Rand Paul uh, retweeted. He says, I just sent the blow memo to every one of my Republican colleagues in Congress. Buried in the bill's text is an impeachment impeachment time bomb for the next Trump presidency if he tries to stop funding the war in Ukraine. We must vote against this disastrous bill. So they, pa- they passed the... <sighs> it's just... It's just sinister. So the president can get in and you can't stop anything. It's like, oh, well, you can be removed if you go against this. They're just really trying to cuck the president. And of course, if Biden, oh my God, if the Democrats or anyone wins, I can't, I can't imagine another four years of this kind of shit. If the Democrats win again, Biden or whatever other puppet they try to put in place, you know, they're not going to stop it. So it doesn't matter. But that provision is for Trump. That provision is for Trump getting in. They know it's going to be de-escalated. They know these kinds of situations are going to de-escalate, but now they can't be de-escalated because why would Putin want to de-escalate if we're still funding? We can't keep funding and then have, he's like, we're not going to de-escalate and shut this war down if we're still funding. And if you can't stop the funding, then you can be removed. So you're kind of get your hands tied behind your back. It's just some evil shit. It's some evil shit. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if you think that the left there's no shame. They'll stop at nothing. And just be aware. Be aware of what's going on. And that's that's some scary shit. That's some scary shit. So it's like you're literally putting a provision in there to not have peace. You're, pr- you're, you're putting a provision in there to not... <clears throat> you're, pr- you're, you're putting a provision in there to not not have war. Is there something that I missed there? Is there something right? So in other words, it's almost like a booby trap. You pull this, 
you pull this back and then you get axed. It's like a saw movie. You take back this bill, you take back this funding and then the fucking guillotine or a laser or a saw blade goes through your head. Yeah. Whatever happened with the border thing? Oh, of course the border bill got, got shut down, right? Because it wasn't really a border bill. It was like 80 billion for Ukraine and Israel. And then, you know, 20 billion for the border, but they shoved in all this other stuff. And then they, of course, mainstream media is going to say, Republicans don't want, they don't care about the border. They just, they disagreed and they, 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 they voted no on the border bill, blah, blah. It's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't a border bill, but they will call it a border bill. So then in the mainstream media, they can say that the Republicans are the ones at fault. It's like, no, the Republicans voted against it because the bill was garbage. It was still letting in tens of thousands of migrants. It was like 5,000 a day only. It's like, that's insane. It was like 5,000 a day, but only from, uh, 5,000 a day, but only from, we're only counting the 5,000 from, was it contiguous states, like bordering states? That means they're not counting people that are like Chinese coming across the border. So it's like, it was a complete manipulation. And of course they voted against it because they're voting against the funding too. So they called it a border bill. So when Republicans were saying, no, this is a fucking garbage border bill. They're like, ah, see, you don't want the border fix. It's Trump's fault. It's the Republicans fault. We tried to fix it. No, you didn't. You tried to send $80 billion to Ukraine and let in all these Chinese nationals still and not count them and still let in 5,000 people a day. That's not a border bill. That's not a fucking border bill. You're still letting in these criminals. What are you talking about? So it wasn't, it wasn't a border bill at all. It's the same thing with the, uh, the parental rights in education bill in Florida, they called it the don't say gay bill. Not once did it say gay. It said parents have rights. Remember that shit, that debacle, the don't say gay bill in Florida. So people were angry about a bill that the title of the bill was parental rights in education. That was the bill for parents to have rights People were arguing and upset that there was a bill that outlined rights that parents have for their children in education. So you want to, right? And Disney was pushing back. Remember all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, the evil Republicans and DeSantis is so bad because we're passing a bill for parents to have rights for their children's education. But if they change the name, which it wasn't changed, it wasn't even the name. They just started calling it the don't say gay. You can't say gay. What are you talking about? Gay, 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 gay. It has nothing to do with the bill. It has nothing to do with the language. It has to do with whether or not a parent has a say in what their children have to fucking be exposed to in education, which they absolutely do. This is why you should homeschool your kids. Because if you outsource your child's education to the state eight hours a day, you're fucked. You're, they're already being programmed. They're being stupefied. They're being dumbed down. Their blades are being dulled and they're being brainwashed and groomed at the, at the worst, at the worst end of the spectrum. But if anything else, they're just not being, being given proper tools. You want to socialize your kids, take them to the fucking park, bring them around children, have them spend time with adults that are actually contributing to society, get them into martial arts, it's like, well, kids need to be social. They don't need to be in school. This is the stupidest concept ever. And we'll finish up this rant and we'll move on. But it's the stupidest concept ever. 
that kids need to be in school to be socialized, right? That's what you always hear, like homeschool, oh my God, or your kids are going to be awkward and uncomfortable. Actually, it's quite the opposite. Kids that are homeschooled are usually much better prepared for life because they spend time with adults. They learn how to integrate with society. They learn how to integrate with society because they're spending time with adults and they're spending time, you know, doing what humans do in this society. It's such a weird thing. Like I want my kids to be socialized. They have to go to school. So bring them around other human beings. They can play sports. Get them involved with martial arts. You want socialization? Try jujitsu. That's not social enough for you. You're pretty much up someone's asshole and learning how to handle yourself and learning how to essentially dissolve your ego and interact with other humans on multiple levels, defend yourself, build self-confidence and have a camaraderie with around people that are trying to get better themselves. Get them involved with martial arts. That's the socializing they need. That's all (laughs) you need more socializing than that. Team sports. Yeah. Team sports are okay. Team sports are kind of lame. Team sports teach you to be a drone in so many ways. I'm not against team sports. I'm not against team activities, but you get that team mindset if you are in martial arts too, because you do have a team, you do have a community you have, and you can compete and you can compete as a team. I'm not saying I'm against teams, but you know, it just gets you to be a cog in a wheel. It's very factory like same thing with the education system, right? It just gets you to go along and be a cog in a wheel. You play this role, you play this part, you do this over here, you do this over here. I played baseball. I'm not against people playing baseball and soccer and stuff like the camaraderie is important to each their own. So I'm not against it, but you get the point. Like having that individual confidence is very important. A lot of times you don't get that if you're playing left field in Little League, if you get my point. Does that make sense? Anyone else's thoughts? I just think it's a weird thing. What kids are going to be? They have to be around other children and socialized. Okay, so why do they have to be in a fucking bomb shelter? That's what these schools look like. They look like prisons without the... They look like prisons without the barbed wire around the outside. They look literally like bomb shelters. I've never seen a good-looking fucking public school in my life. They just look like bomb shelters. And they look like prisons. And kids are... You're socializing in school? No, no, you're being sat down in this like wooden desk and being droned at by some fucking teacher that hates their life, spitting back the same shit over and over again for decades. Yeah, I'm not against playing sports. I think you misheard me. But high school's garbage. Public schools are garbage. You don't need that for socialization. Your kids can play sports. Your kids can go into martial arts. Your kids can do other things. And if you're homeschooled, you'll actually learn how to interact and communicate with humans, a.k.a. adults, because they're going to be adults. So you want them to learn how to communicate and how to interact with adults, which are going to be their peers. They'll be totally fine. They'll be totally fine. Sitting in a fucking classroom, you're not interacting in a classroom. You're sitting there being talked to. You're being told what to say. That's all you're doing. And then you have recess and you play around and you interact. You're not teaching any schools, uh, any skills. Homeschooling. That's my opinion. I'm just saying like the arguments. (sighs) Silly, silly. The whole idea that you have to be like in a building with other kids, it's just this weird, archaic thing. And the reason is because your parents, right? Your parents did it. And just because your parents did it, like your grandparents didn't necessarily do it. 
if you go back to your grandparents, if your grandparents are still alive and they were born in like the twenties and the thirties, they had a much different upbringing. Like they had schools, but it was a lot different. And then even before that, you didn't have the same thing. A lot of them didn't go to school or kind of high school or it was kind of like a couple years, right? You were working right away. They're working at eight years old. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. I'm not saying you should have been working in a coal mine in the 1890s or something like that as an eight-year-old, not saying that's good, but the working is good. And that's what kids do when they're on a farm, right? If you're on a farm and you really live rural and you're on a farm when you're eight years old, oh, you're helping. You're bringing the milk, the milk bucket. You're helping dad out there with this. You're, you're involved. You're working. You're learning how to provide. You're learning how to survive. You're learning how to create value and create things and build things and finish tasks and stuff. Anyway, it's just really important to, to think like what's actually happening. Uh, but that's, you know, getting back to the original story with the, um, this bill, really creepy shit. Guys, this is really creepy stuff. And I'm not here to like, you know, I'm not, oh, the world's ending. Like, look, we got to be optimistic. Otherwise, there's no need to live, right? If we're not optimistic about the future, then there's no purpose of doing anything today. So you have to be aware of these things. This is fucking criminal shit because what's going to happen is they're going to pass this. Hopefully they don't, but then all of a sudden, right? You can't deescalate. How can we pass a fucking bill that perpetuates a conflict? It's the sickest shit. We'll see how this turns out. If you have any other information, feel free to retweet or respond to my post and, Again, I don't have all the details and this kind of legal stuff and the bills. You know, it's so complicated for a reason. So most people don't know what the fuck. So most even Congress people can't read it. They have all their aides and lawyers reading over it because it's so complicated. And then eventually gets distilled out to us. It's just complicated shit. But the most sinister stuff is like they're sending when they're sending our money, they're sending your children's money and they're sending your grandkids money and they're sending your grandkids money overseas. If we're 33 or 35 or $37 trillion in debt, that's not one generation. That's multiple generations. So every time they sign this bill and they're sending more billions of dollars overseas to perpetuate a war that we shouldn't have anything to do with, we're keeping this war going. That's why they're stealing. They're stealing from all of us. They're stealing out of your bank account. And companies are forced to shrink the product sizes because they can't make as much profit when they're making more. So now you have shrinkflation. You have Biden coming out here. These companies are bad. I like ice cream. When Trump was in office, you know, that's why these things started to shrink because it's the Republicans' fault and they haven't approved this and I like ice cream. And this fucking guy is going to come on a video and talk about how these companies, Americans are tired of having a couple less Tostitos in a bag. Uh, Americans are tired from getting 5.9 ounces of ice cream instead of 6.2 it's just not American to get less vanilla ice cream. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? Thank God for shrinkflation. People are going to stuff their fat fucking faces with less crap. Oh, we're going to have five less cases of diabetes in the next two minutes? Great. What a great improvement. All right. I'm just ranting. You guys, like, do, did, did most of that make sense? Did you guys get, you got the sentiment, right? You got the sentiment, right? We should stop the war. We should stop funding and sending our money overseas. We should educate our children, socialize our children properly, and not outsource daycare to the state, aka public schools. Are we good? Are we good? Okay. 
there's a reason why why Bitcoin's at 50 fucking K. No one's really talking about that too much. There's a reason. That's what happens when you uh, debase the currency. That's what happens when you keep on inflating. That's what happens when you keep on printing more money. Everything gets more expensive. Everything gets more expensive. When there's more dollars in the system, there's less supply and everything costs more. Inflation is absolute theft. They're stealing from you. They're stealing from you. That's what it is. When there's more dollars in the system, there's less items and they're much more expensive. It's not good. <clears throat> okay. So where were we? Let's do one more video. <clears throat> one more video and then we'll move on. Actually, we're, we're, we're pretty much wrapped. So let's, uh, let's move into this wall card. Fam, before we, before we go... Let me remind you again that we have 20% off new releases over, whoop, zoom out, over at papaswolio.com. We have awesome bestsellers. Go to the fucking gym, Muscle Alphabet. I'm a barbell girl, super swole bros. These are all bestsellers. Teenage Mutant Lifting Turtles. A lot of you are like, oh, I have all these. Back to the fucking gym, Swole Signal, Forest Pump. You can't lift with us. We also have the brand new releases. We got Go to the Fukin Gym. We have Shred. We have Just Keep Lifting. We have Vamanos Al Puto Gymnasio, the Dora, the Swole Splore. We got the Daily Swole merch. Don't vote if you skip leg day. Uh, we have so much awesome merch. Go check it out. 20% off all new releases. Go give it a look-see. Papaswolio.com. Go check it out, man. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. We hit... Um, we're getting more. We're getting more thumbs up. We're getting more thumbs up. You guys are doing much better with the thumbs up, fam. I'm very impressed. You guys are doing good. You guys are doing good. Take a moment. I think it's educating people on how Rumble works. Um, it's not as good as YouTube just because it hasn't been around as long. And of course, the you know the the servers and just you know YouTube is a much more mature platform, much more money and resources. But uh, if you're getting the live chat, I think you have to exit out of the live live chat in order to see the thumbs up. They could integrate, they could make the thumbs up a lot easier to do, to like when you're watching a video on Rumble. Like hopefully those are some improvements in the future. But if you're load up and you see the the live chat, it goes right away. You can exit out and then hit the thumbs up button. But please do so, subscribe and share it with your friends. We don't stream on, we're trying to focus the streaming on platforms. Might choose to stream to X. I might upload more videos to X. But at least Rumble, definitely X. These are the ones that I use the most just because these are platforms that are promoting free speech. So, And, of course, I didn't stop streaming on YouTube. I don't think – YouTube I know for a fact, not that I don't think. YouTube is not going to lose an ounce of sleep, the fact that I'm not streaming on there anymore. But at the same time, if people keep on feeding into this just disgustingly oversized, bloated machine and just the insane censorship. Like I don't forget what YouTube has done to my channels. And yeah, it, it pisses me off. So if I keep on streaming there, like nothing happened, um, I'm, uh, I'm just part of the problem. So now we're only doing it on rumble. I did upload a video on a, a full episode to X. I don't know if I want to keep on doing that. I'm not sure how many of you would, I haven't tested a stream to X. I might later today, just a few minutes just to see how it looks or pops up. I haven't actually done that, um, a full live stream to X. I don't know how many of you would watch a live stream or would prefer to. I don't necessarily want to split people to go over there and manage another chat window or how that actually looks or works out, but I'm considering it. I'll consider streaming to X at least. Um, I'm not sure how many people would watch an actual upload. 
I don't know if anyone actually watched the last one I did, but um, I think it, people will more in the future. People will watch more videos and long, long form content in the future on X. But you know, I don't know if en- enough people are doing so now. So I'm not sure if you guys would want to watch it a live stream there. I know you probably check it out. Rumble is definitely a, a better option in the short term, but just to keep that in mind. That might be something that we add in the future. But anyway, want to create content on platforms that are going to promote the free speech and, uh, you know, that are with that mindset. I don't want to give any more time to these companies that are sucking the life out of creation and creativity. And I just got tired of the whole YouTube game. So, <sighs> Ellie says, I don't have X and won't. I'll stick with Rumble and Telegram. That's totally cool. X is the best platform out there right now. Just straight up. It's the best platform for everything. It's the best platform for... It's so smooth. It's so great after Elon Musk. So I'm really looking forward to the future of that. But anyway, we're still here on Rumble. Rumble.com slash The Daily Swole. And thank you for being here. we get America at the buzzer. All good stuff. All good stuff. Well, I'm on X, so you don't have to be. All right, let's get into it. Let's give away today's Swole card. We have a great one. It's Make America Swole. Make America Swole. Just make sure that you hit that thumbs up button before you bust out. Let's give away this awesome Swole card, fam. Who's getting a Swole card? Papa and Elon 2024. I'm down with that. I'm in. Make America swole, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Brick, 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 bricky, 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 bricky. We got a winner. We got a winner. Um, This one, hold on a second. Oh, nope, never mind. Hold on a second. I was scrolling down. Nope, one more time. Sorry. Scroll. That was a fake out. It was a fake out. Scroll. 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 We're hitting bricks today. Absolute fucking bricks. Absolute fucking bricks. I'm not going to do the thing one more time. I'm scrolling. I'm not landing on anyone. I'm not landing on anyone. We're doing it on Rumble today. Not doing anyone. No, nah, we're going Telegram. Didn't land on anyone on Rumble. We got a winner on Telegram. It is Aaron. Congratulations. Congratulations. I didn't land on anyone on Rumble. Now, you see everyone drops the hashtag at the end. I'm not going to, you can't just win at the last five seconds. Anyway, Aaron, in our Telegram chat, congratulations, dude. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card 2839 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email congratulations congratulations i'm only I, I can only do i can only do like two or three spins and then if i'm not hitting it we gotta move on i saw so many hashtags throughout the chat and i just didn't land on any of them when i was spinning i love how like the last like 50 consecutive comments are all make America swole. I don't go right at the end. I don't go right to the end for it. 
sometimes we'll have a person at the beginning that'll win. Sometimes we'll have someone earlier on, and I'm like, I wonder if they're still watching. Because they won today's scorecard. But you never know. You never know. There's always a chance. And by the way, you could win multiple swell cards. You can keep you can keep on winning. You can keep on winning. So keep on playing. Giving away swell cards every day. You need to stop being a lady. Quit worrying. You'll be back on your knees in no time. fam we got some soundboard requests drop in the chat we're taking soundboard requests we got the tainty man here and we got the church churchy Pinkston. Pinkston Churchill. All the kisses. You're so cute. She's so tiny. And then we have this guy. This guy is just so tiny. We'll do a throwback in a second too. Let's crack my elbow whipping that out. Okay, very nice. I give it a, uh, a ten. A ten. A fucking ten. All right, fam. If you want to join the Swole Fam today, SwoleNormousX.com. Remember, we have a roundtable on Thursday for members and overtime on Saturday. But we are going to. We went really long today. That's what she said. Let's see. We have time for a throwback. Do we have one? Do we have anything that's new? I don't think we have any throwbacks. I don't want to play her face. I don't want to hear her. Did I hit the throwback button? I don't know if I did. We'll do a throwback tomorrow. We'll get some more throwbacks on there. I don't want to see her face. I don't want to see her face today. No one wants to see her face. We're going to end on a good note. Fam, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for 2840. 2840. And she's like pawing at me hardcore. So it's time to bust out. It's time to leave. We'll do We'll do a throwback tomorrow. And um, we went really long today. So thanks for being here. And enjoy the rest of your day. Go to the fucking gym and check out the links below for merch and for memberships and share the show. Thumbs up, all that good stuff. Peace, McGee, Deuce McGoose, ya boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out. 
need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now the king left and they so mad, it's like me. I found that young king with my crown at 10 racks in the penny pack. 